Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Well, let's see. We got uh, Trump going back to TV. We've got <laughs> AI now uh, doing some really... Stuff they didn't think it was going to be able to do yet, so we wow. got that coming up. We're doomed. We got Jesse back on the five. We'll talk yes. about that in a couple of minutes. Uh, we've got Mayor Adams saying that our governor is a racist, and when it, when our when 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 everything's a racist, nothing is. So we're, we'll talk about that. The uh, Attorney General from Texas, he's uh, going after Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson and Johnson. We'll talk a, a little bit about that. I'm just trying to figure out where we're going to go. Um, gender identity, teachers at schools. Well, you know, a day without a tranny story is like a day yeah. without sunshine. We have a few. Of them. Uh, we have orgasms at the Philharmonic yes, concert. I saw that. We have, God bless classical music. We have uh, Bud Light deactivating comments on some. So, oh, and Chelsea Clinton pushing kid porn. So look at all this. <laughs> Boy, do we have a lot to get to. Yeah, exactly. As long as she's not in it. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> yes. So Trump is going to sit in with CNN, New Hampshire town hall coming up. Donald Trump is coming back to television and back to CNN and giving the bird, the full-on bird, maybe both of them, uh, to uh, Fox News. And, right. And part of that, of course, is because of their stance on the Dominion thing and the sure that you know, and they called Arizona for uh, right. Joe Biden and all of that. And he fired so, Tucker and Bongino. Well, that too. <laughs> and so he's going to be sitting down with CNN for the fake news. Caitlin Collins is going to do it. It's going to be May tenth. May 10th. May 10th. Donald Trump back on you know, the tube. What's interesting about that is that it's, he and CNN have this really interesting relationship in that he mocks them and criticizes them constantly, but they'll put him on every time because they know he gets ratings. He, gets, exactly he puts right. butts in the seats, man. That's right. That's right. So they hate his guts and they love his guts. <laughs> People will tune in yes, they will. to see him because they hate him. <laughs> I mean, the CNN well, yeah, viewer hates but they'll, him. They'll get a lot of people that support him they'll tune in to well, see yeah. what he has to say. Well, sure. They'll get a lot of people they don't normally get. Right. But the people that are there, they right. hate him, but oh. they're going to tune in anyway. Oh, yes. You know what I'm saying? Hypocrites. They really will. Silly people. So, <laughs> uh, And he hasn't said anything about being on Fox News. Um, he has said about the Republican debate. In fact, the first Republican debate is on Fox, right? And he has said, "Well, I'm not going. Nobody asked me. Nobody, nobody's asked me for their permission to do the debates." <laughs> well, I don't know that you really get to give your, you know. But anyway, but still, he's Trump, man. Of course, he's so Trumpy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I love about. I've missed this rock and roll. Look, and he's making a statement he, by not going on Fox. Yeah. He's aligning himself with all those people that are letting those Bud Light cans sit on the shelves. Mm. You know, he, he's not a fool. In fact, he's a media guy. He's a TV guy. He saw what happened there. and He saw how people reacted to Tucker getting cut loose. And it's a smart move not to do anything with Fox. I think so. Very smart move. And he'll, you know, decide what he's going to do a little bit you know, later on. Um T- Tucker is, is back on media to some degree, mostly doing these podcasts and stuff. Oh, yeah, with, with yeah, people. yeah. 
And what is that guy's name that w- was on Fox News? His name is James something or other. He's kind of doing his own thing now. And Tucker went on his show. Right. Talked about uh, Building 7 and uh, the, the fact that, you know, you can't even bring up Building 7 uh, 2001. Oh, right. And uh, without, without mm-hmm. them losing their minds and, and trying to get rid of you. So... Well, I, you know, I, I, he's in a very interesting position. He can kind of do whatever he wants. There was that story that came out uh, where somebody released, uh, Media Matters released yeah. uh, some video of him on set talking to somebody on the phone about setting up a guest with some kind of dissident in Ukraine or Romania or something like that. But he's talking about setting this guest up, and he's talking about Fox Nation. Yeah. It's it's a really it's almost like a, a we'll do it live Bill you know O'Reilly moment for him in a much more you know reserved way, but he's complaining about it. He says nobody's going to it. the website sucks. I'm paraphrasing, but you know yeah. he can't. No, he, it's right. not user friendly. Uh huh. That's what he said. And he's like, we're doing all this extra work, and I don't want to waste it on fo- on Fox Nation. <laughs> That's what I'm going to put said. it on YouTube. He said nobody watches Fox nobody Nation because it sucks. Because nobody does. It's, I don't watch it. And he's telling the truth. Yes. You know when when he uh, early on there were people that were saying, well, one of the reasons he got fired is because he was critical of the programming on Fox and emails. No, that's not why he got fired. They're not going to fire him for saying, you no. know what, our product sucks. They, 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 several of them have been, have been doing that for years. Right. So it was an interesting moment, but, uh, you know, I still, I, you know, why isn't Fox Nation doing well? Is it really, because I haven't gone on. I haven't tried it. I haven't subscribed. I haven't either. I don't pay for crap. No. <laughs> When it comes to news, I don't pay for it. I do. There's some sites, right. uh, you know, online that I pay. Uh, you know, Daily Wire. Right. I want the long form stuff. There's a couple other places. Uh, Red Red State. I will do that too. Uh, but they're very minimal costs. They, they, oh yeah, but nothing. I mean, but but it's you know with Daily Wire like the, if it makes the news, you see it. You know what I mean? You'll sure. see the article or he posts a lot on right. Facebook, which is where I pick up a lot of his stuff. But there's always going to be a slight difference. Uh There's always going to be a slight difference between what you can get for free and what you have to pay for, even if it's just a couple of bucks. Absolutely. It's an extra step. It's Uh something you have to do. That's right. And that's kind of what I was talking about when he lost the Fox gig, is that there's a whole lot of people that he's just there, Mm -hmm. and now he's not going to be there. Right, right. And I think a lot of them also are, are, uh, to make a point, are tuning out of Fox News. I don't know what their numbers are, but... uh, They're down. I, I imagine. I, th- I think the night show is is, is off 50%. Half the audience 50% is gone. 50% just yeah. went away. Right. That's no little thing. No, and it's hard to get them back. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, yeah. Especially with what they have going on now. Uh, they're going to put Lawrence in there. Lawrence is great, but he's no Tucker. And no. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I think they've really um, made a huge mistake. But I was watching a, a media person talk about this yesterday, and I think she's right. The people who are in charge of all that, they don't care. They they wanted his voice silenced. Yeah. And when you talk about BlackRock and all those guys that really run the world, they don't care. And Murdoch is in there with them. Uh, th- so this is going to cost him a few bucks in the short term. They'll probably recover some in the long term and, uh, you know, whatever. But they don't care about that. What The main thing they wanted was a truth teller off the air. He was in the way of their propaganda. Well, yeah, because if you're looking at it from a strictly programming and commercial perspective, you wouldn't touch a guy like that. You, sure. just, you just do what you do, baby. <laughs> right. You just show up and do what you do, uh-huh. and we'll keep paying you. Got that the, right. I'm, I'm of the, if it ain't broke, don't fix it school. Mm-hmm. You know, but they, so it must have been something else. They wanted to hide him. They wanted to hide him. Yeah, they wanted him gone. So yesterday on the five, uh, Jesse's been on maternity leave because he had another baby. I mean, they're just—he and his wife are just squirting him out at this point. He's productive. Yes, he is. We know what he's doing on Saturday nights. We we certainly do. But uh, he was talking about you know Jesse's well-to-do. 
Yeah. So he was talking about how they have a nursemaid. So he's been sleeping fine. They asked him, "How have you been sleeping?" You know, have you got some. Well, I have a nurse. We have a nursemaid, so I've been sleeping fine. I have no idea. Right. They said, "How's the baby sleeping?" He said, "I don't have any idea." How's the diapers looking? Well, I don't have any idea. We have a nursemaid for all the of domestics that. take care of it. So, of course, Gutfeld. He was tremendous. He said, "Well, first of all, welcome back." Um, glad you're doing fine. Glad you're sleeping fine. Great. You had the baby, and we're all tuckered out. I saw that. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> I caught that. And then Jesse had a good line where yeah. he said something about when I get fired from Fox, yes. this is what I'm going to do. I yes. can't remember specifically what it was. Yes, yes. And, and, he, and he also said, you guys have had kind of a busy couple of, Jesse said, you guys have had a busy couple of weeks, right, Gutfeld? And Gutfeld said to him, yeah, it's been kind of interesting around here. When you do the handoff at 8 o'clock, make sure you look at the monitor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, These guys are great. I mean, they're at, what else are you going to do? That's Gutfeld's it. having as much fun with it as he possibly can. You, ha- you can't ignore it. No. It's stupid to it, ignore it, it, it. It feels weird and awkward, <laughs> everybody acting like that just didn't happen. Right. And it's been a, and that's why, and I, because I've been, I still watch, you know, and, and, uh, and I, it, it just, a lot of the shows feel really strained. Oh, it, sure. It's not... You can't point to it, uh, to a thing. Somebody is doing it seems different, but it does seem different. Yeah. So. Well, I told you I you have know. not been watching, but my sister-in-law reached out to me yesterday. She said, why aren't you watching Fox? I still watch The Five. And I said, okay. It was right about five times. Right. So, all right. You know, I turned it on just to see. And that was the opening line. That was <laughs> the was beginning great. of the show. Yeah. You get to have a baby and we're all tuckered out. Yeah. yeah. Was, <laughs> Gutfeld's great, man. I just love Greg Gutfeld, man. So anyway, so Bud, that, Bud Light, by the way, is uh, going downhill real apparently, fast. Apparently, yeah. And we might be able to bury this brand, which would be a good thing. Uh, it's down 26%. 13.6% went to Coors Light. 13.4% went to, um, gosh, what, I can't remember the other one. But anyway, uh, Bud Light is going downhill real fast, and now there's some serious concern that it may not exist in the future. This may have done it, and that would be fine. Welcome to the free market system. That's well, kind of how it works, man. You know, and, and that's, a, that's a shot across the bow for everybody else who wants to mess around with this stuff to say, you know what, look what we did to Bud Light. We can do it to you, too. It really is as simple as go woke, go broke. That's it. it. Really, it's a very simple business idea. People have had enough. They've had enough. Right. They're, they're sick and tired of this stuff in their face 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And they're letting people, they're letting folks know the only way they can. And again, we've said it several times. It's really not about Bud Light. No, uh-uh. it's it's about the idea. It's the point of it. Right. And you're right. A lot of these dweebs have been infested corporate America and these boardrooms and these marketing rooms, <sighs> like this chick from Bud Light. Yeah. And because they're woke, nobody says anything nope. to them. And so, yeah, sure, sounds like a great idea. Yeah. We don't want to upset them you know and so this is how this crap happens right but you know what you and i can still respond and by you and i, I mean us yeah. you know by all together well we're not gonna buy your beer then right but let the trannies buy your beer exactly that's exactly what everybody said yeah you know they, they can have it they, they can have all the beer that they want and guess what there's not many of them out there so their sales are 30 percent down right and when you're talking about a product that does billions of dollars 30 percent it's huge money it's bud light you have to <laughs> right yeah. you have to go to your st- to your stockholders on, on wall street and say we're off 30 percent with this product and everybody knows why because of that one move yes exactly that one move yeah and so like we said yesterday they well they didn't even put them on no. cans in general it's just one but that one moment that one video right people are like oh no you didn't yeah. <laughs> and it's like we said yesterday the crazies are running the show 
And well, that, badly. Yeah. <laughs> Poorly. Exactly. We'll take a quick break. More Warren Ryman coming up for you. Alamo Water Softeners for you and for your family. I was their first customer as friends with Alan Townsend and his son and family continue on the great tradition of taking care of families like yours with great water products. Now, you can soften your water with an Alamo water softener that's made in San Antonio for our hard water, getting out all these mineral deposits that are so harmful for all of your appliances and your hair and your clothing and all that kind of stuff. Um, you can get a brand new Alamo water softener built for our hard water here, and that will take care of the problem for you. But they also have a great filtration system that'll get those bad particulates out of your water, whether it's natural stuff that's floating around in there or something that's a chemical, like a PFAL, that's in your water. They've got a great filtration system system that they offer you as well and right now during the month of may when you trade in your old system you get four hundred dollars off the new system that's at alamo water softeners all you do is go online make an online appointment with them they'll send out a whole home specialist who will uh, do an analysis on your water and then make helpful recommendations for you so that you'll have the best water experience possible that's alamowatersofteners.com Sun and clouds today, 82. Same thing tomorrow, about 84. And right now it's 68. KTSA. Good morning. Still working that out. Gary Newman and Cause, 722. Trey Ware, Sean Rima. We are Ware and Rima, KTSA. Well, I had my own little uh, problems with ABC News yesterday. Uh, I went into my second hour, and they were talking about this guy who killed this family of five, including a nine-year-old boy, I believe. Uh, which are, you know, the guy's still on the loose. He's been deported five times, right? This guy should not have been in this country. He right. shouldn't have had a gun. None of this should have happened. Mm-hmm. Okay, you could directly point it at the policies of the Biden administration. We got, mm-hmm. you know, this thing ending uh, in a week or so, and they're just, what, 30,000 people are waiting to come over on the oh, border no. in El Paso? More something like, like 35, 60,000. So, you know, bad guy here illegally, and uh, ABC kind of showed me what everybody else was doing. I come into the break, and uh, they did a, a segment on this horrific killing, which they made sure you knew he had a assault-style weapon. Of course. But they didn't mention once mm-hmm. that he uh, was here illegally. In mm-hmm. fact, uh, Karine Jean Clouseau, mm-hmm. during her press conference, like uh, Mayorkas, I think, uh, on NBC on Sunday morning, correct, <clears throat> um, failed to. Ma- they started talking about assault weapons, started talking about guns, mm-hmm. but nobody's mentioning this guy was here illegally. And if we had ha- if we had an actually secured border, mm-hmm. not a Mayorkas secured border, but an actual secured border. Okay, this guy wouldn't have been here, and they're acting like that's just not part of the story. It just doesn't exist. Well, in fact, the fact that he was here illegally and the fact that he also had a rap sheet precluded him from owning a gun. As I said yesterday, you can't make it any more illegaler. No, you it's as illegal as it gets. But none of them are are talking about that aspect of it. They won't. That is, apart from the horror of what he did, the essence of the story. They won't do it. He shouldn't have been here. That's he exactly shouldn't right. have had a weapon. That's right. What law would you put on the freaking books that would have prevented this guy from doing what he did? There's not one. There oh, is well, not one. you could tighten the border up. Well, if the guy had never been here. Right. Right. But had to worry about. But it. when you said law, I thought you talked about oh, gun no, law. Oh no, no, no. no I, that that is no what I meant. Law. That is what I meant. Yeah. There's nothing you could put on the books. There's not. A we gun already law. have gun laws on right. the books. That's exactly right. Guess what? It's illegal to commit a crime with a gun. And. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew? You, you you can't commit murder with a gun. No, it's already illegal. Um, wow. And and the only people that are affected by gun laws are law-abiding citizens yes. like you and me. Yes. 
you can take my gun away and your gun away and everybody who's listening right now and those guys like that are still going to get guns and still shoot families. It's still going to happen. Well, they are. The only difference is they're not going to shoot mine as long as I've got my family. Right. I mean, I've right. got my gun. And so, but look, to, to ABC, and it's just, it's just, a, they're a horrible network. They're owned by Disney. They have been a horrible network for years. They are a propaganda for the Democrat Party. But, Sean, it's not just them. Oh, no, it's we, all of them. Yeah, when you look across the political spectrum and you learn to listen to these newscasts, right, you hear the fact that they're reading the same damn script. It <laughs> yeah. comes out of, out of uh, New York, and it goes through UPI, AP, right. and Reuters. It goes to the New York Times and the Washington Post, who then disseminate it throughout the country and local television and radio stations. They read the same thing. We have the same problem. We brought it this morning with Prop A. Oh, yeah. The local channels are all saying the same thing about Prop A, and you would think they're reading each other's scripts, and they might be. I bet they are. Well, there's no other explanation because they use the same verbiage. Yes. Over, no matter who they are. You know, it's it's... And and look, seeing bias and seeing the crap that's being put out there by the media is kind of like waking up and suddenly you can see the Matrix. Remember right. in the movie? Sure. And folks who are away, folks who are woke in uh-huh. this way, right. see it all over. I see it constantly. Everywhere. Everywhere. Whatever the media outlet is, I see it in TV shows. I see it in news articles. It's all around Japan. Well, the only thing that the newspaper, the local newspaper, has said about Proposition A is, and many of the local radio and television stations said, it's about legalizing marijuana no, it's and, not. and abortion. <laughs> that's what it is. And that's no, what it's, it's going to do. It's going to legalize marijuana, and it's going to legalize abortion, and that's why you need to get out and vote. Mm. You know, guy, guy sent me a text this morning, said 10 o'clock news on KSAT last night. That's exactly what they said. It's abortion, and it is marijuana, and that's why you need to get out and vote. Well, and Riccardi had a great point last night in that they, they purposefully write these things in mountains of legalese and gibberish, and it, it's that way on the ballot. So before you go vote, it might be a good idea to look it over online, because if you're going to stand there and read the whole damn thing, it's going to take you forever, and it's purposely written to be confusing. Yes, it is. You know, well, so. the other thing is that they do is they put these very important measures in May. Mm, uh, yeah. This should be a November vote when most everybody or a lot more people turn out to vote, right? Right. Uh, in May, you can't get any, but nobody's thinking about voting. Nobody's no. thinking about getting out. The, you know what they're thinking about? The end of or the end of, of spring and the beginning of summer, and that's where their head is. It's not about well, voting. When you when you're when you got to be shady because your ideas suck, right? That's kind of the way you got to go. That's exactly what they do. <laughs> when, when they could very easily move it to November, they could well, yeah. very easily get with the ledge. And they could get their deal done and move this vote to November, but they refuse to because they can manipulate a handful of people. That's all they got to do is a handful of people. Doesn't it suck that your side always has to depend on low voter turnout to get what they want? Right. Must suck for you. (laughs) Well, no, but it doesn't. From their perspective, it's great. They don't give a crap. They don't. Whether they're making a decent argument or not, or whether they're being shady to get something passed. And they've told me this. I've had these insiders tell me if they can motivate just a handful of people, they win. Yeah. Which is what they do. Which is what explains Nuremberg, why he's been around That's so exactly long. That's exactly right. And why they are, where they are, and why they continue to have the vote in May instead of moving it to November when more people are going to show up. So far, 92% of registered voters in Bear County have not turned out to vote. So far, <laughs> 92%. That's right. So it, my guess is you're probably going to be right around where we always are, about 87 or 87, or 87 or 88% are not going to vote this time. Yeah, I'll bet you. Uh, well, uh, yeah, I, I would take that bet. I mean, it, you know, it, it, that's what we're seeing. I'm voting today, so that percentage will go up by at least a point. 
But, well, <laughs> you know. But people, you know, classically they don't. Classically this town does not vote. I don't know how else to put it. Well, and, and here's the good thing about your vote. Uh, your vote's going to count more yeah. because fewer people are going. Exactly. So the more conservatives go, the better it's going to be because when you got a low voter turnout, your vote counts it, it, more. It don't take much when That's you got right. a low voter turnout. Lifestyles Unlimited, uh, financialfreedomlivestream.com from Lifestyles Unlimited. They are here for you and to help you secure your financial freedom. That's why they call it Financial Freedom Livestream. Financialfreedomlivestream.com where you can sit in the comfort and safety of your own home and watch David Fisher or his other mentors teach you you how to invest in real estate it's fun it's exciting it's challenging it can be a whole lot of work but there's nothing more rewarding than having a great uh, empire really uh, that you have built through investing in real estate you can start with single family and then you move up to multifamily properties and things like that uh, and, they'll, and they'll show you how to do that they'll show you how to arrange for the financing that you're going to have and how to make that work and then how to trade and move these things around and compound until the next thing you know, you've got several properties that you're ready to spin off, sell, or whatever that are generating incredible income for you and for your family. This is not get rich quick. This is not you're going to buy this and, hey, the money's going to start flowing in. Nope. But if you're willing to work at it, you can do extremely well in the real estate market if you know what you're doing. And our friends at FinancialFreedomLivestream.com will teach you how. Use my name, Ware, as your promo code for FinancialFreedomLivestream.com. Ware, W-A-R-E. Stop dealing with constant tooth pain and stop worrying. <laughs> now you're messing with a what? Oh, yeah, yeah. Son of a... Yeah, huh? Yeah. Nazareth, 737 at KTSA. Speaking of, yesterday's show, we were talking about what people leave behind when they take an Uber <laughs> in San Antonio, because San Antonio is the number two city for people leaving crap in an Uber when they take an Uber. Wow. And one of the things was a remote control vibrator, and I was saying, what is that, you know? <laughs> I'd never it, heard of such a thing until yesterday. Well, I'd heard of it, I just hadn't seen it in action, <laughs> I, you know what I'm saying? Was, yeah. And so, because I'm thinking, you go in for a massage to the masseuse, and they pull out the thing, and they go, down your Oh, back. I wasn't thinking that at all. I, I was. <laughs> that's where my head was. Why would you do that? Remember I said, why would you do yeah. that remotely? You know, that doesn't make any sense. Well, that's not what it means. <laughs> that's not what they're talking about. And so I was showing you just now my IG feed. Right. And uh, my phone sits right here during the show. And so it can hear me. It mm. can hear both of us. And I pick up my IG feed. Sure enough, woohoo! There it there, is. And one shows up and he showed me. I'm like, oh, now I understand. That's, well, first off, the man's always listening. That's right. getting a little creepy. Yes. Because uh-huh. we were just talking about it. You didn't do okay. a search or nothing. No. And uh, and this thing shows up. So right. that's that That happens to me about every other day where something we're just talking about at the house. Out of the clear blue. Ends up on my freaking news feed. There, well, I just showed it to you. Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't like search. What is a remote control vibrator? I don't care. Well, secondly, it is kind of an interesting little device, isn't it? <laughs> It looks, it looks, no, wait a minute. It looks, no, no, dude no. walks around. Dude has the remote control. Right, it's she on his has, phone. you know, the device. Right. But it, it, it looks very uncomfortable for her. It doesn't look like well, I, I don't would know. enjoy. No, yeah, it, I think it, it would be uncomfortable no. for you and me. I don't know if it might be for, might, it, would be for her. It just looks like an uncomfortable thing. No. So, <laughs> chat GPT, which is AI, right. is giving better medical advice than human doctors at this point. It is changing and morphing and moving along much more quickly than they even thought it was going to. Mm. New study in the Journal of American uh, Medical Association, the biggie, says that for 80% of uh, answers, greater than 80% of the answers are better than a human doctor is giving. 
human doctors are stressed. They're overworked. They have lots of patients who are leaving them messages and emails and text messages and all that kind of stuff. So they're getting it wrong or they just don't know or they can't keep up on the latest medical science. They don't have the brain capacity or the time to study all the latest medical, all the advancements Mm -hmm. going on. They can't stay on top of all the medications. That's why there's a line of those people from the big pharma standing at the door to talk to the doctor. But there's more than that that's available out there, but the doctor can't keep up with all of it. He's just a human. For goodness sake, he's only human. Mm. What do you expect him to do? And doctors are getting more and more burned out. So he possibly can't get, he can't possibly get around to everybody, but AI can. AI can stay up to date on all the drugs and all the newest developments in cancer treatment and everything else. And AI can then have conversations with literally millions of people at one time and get the answers right. So, Right. There's been another step with AI that's a little bit frightening. I don't like it. No, I mean, I, I get. I, it's like we've been saying. There's going to be a lot of good stuff appearingly uh, that will appear good at the very beginning of it. Yeah, like medical stuff. Right. You know, I get it. Uh, it you know it can it can do what human doctors cannot do. Right. I'm. There's just something bad about it when you let a machine make those kinds of decisions. We you know I we just had a situation with my daughter and her transplant issue. That only a human being could have really thought through and 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 made uh, you know a, a, a diagnosis. That's going to be the tough part about this because at some point the AI will be able no. to do a better job. And here's the deal: up I think the, it's a bad idea. Yeah, University of Texas in Austin. They've got a system up there. Artificial intelligence transforms a person' brain activity into written words. <laughs> uh, oh come on! I'm not kidding you. Uh, they have been able to now with AI. Uh, turn brain activity released while listening to a story or silently imagining telling a story into a continuous stream of text. You don't have to say a word. And uh, AI puts this down. So, in fact, they say that will help stroke victims and other individuals who are conscious but unable to speak. People who are vegetables and whatever, they can now speak and communicate because AI is here to do it. It's a decoder. It learns how to translate an individual's thoughts. And so they gave an example here, and this is, again, from the University of Texas in Austin. It can write what you're thinking as you listen to someone else. So they gave an example of somebody who was listening to talk about uh, driving and not being able to drive yet. And the girl is thinking, well, I don't even have my license yet. And that's what AI wrote. She just thought it. She didn't say it. She didn't do anything. You know, she, It wrote, hey, um, I, you don't have your license yet. I don't have my license yet, so I can't drive yet. Uh, it's it's reading your thoughts and writing your thoughts out, and that's why the the guy that's called the Godfather of AI, his name is Jeffrey Hinton. He quit Google on Monday yesterday, so he could warn the world about his creation. This sounds like Frankenstein, doesn't it? Well, it is. Yeah. It is Frankenstein. It, right. Yeah. That's right. He says he was thinking all of the stuff that's happening now was thirty to fifty years down the road. He says I was totally wrong. It's now. This stuff has already happened. See, this is what I've been telling you about AI. It teaches itself how to get better oh, yeah, and yeah. advance, right? And teaches other AI products how to do that. He now believes that we are already 30 to 50 years down the road with AI. He says it will replace humans in the workforce. It will spread misinformation, particularly coming up in the 2024 election. You're going to get misinformation about the candidates from AI. He regrets his role in creating AI. Mm, well, so do the architects of the Internet and, and, and on, or social media. And, and Dr. Frankenstein. And Dr. Frankenstein. That's, the, that's what Mary Shelley wrote about, you know. Uh, I, I, 
There's one thing that a machine, and let's I, I call it a machine because that's what it is. Sure. It, these are machines. There's, there's, there's one thing that a machine will never be able to do. It, we will be able to mimic it. It'll be able to imitate it beyond all compare. I mean, it, it'll feel and look and appear to be actually feeling something, but they can't. A machine will never be able to have an emotion. And the emotional content of our lives is what really guides our intellect, I think. And, and our spirituality. Spirituality is, yeah, there are intellectual aspects to it, but spirituality is, a, is an emotional, empathetic relationship, which machines cannot possibly experience. And not being able to experience that, and that not being a, a factor of, their, of the machine's existence will always be a negative and will always put humans humans at jeopardy, I think. Even though it'll do great stuff. Yeah, I, I think what puts us at the greatest jeopardy, though, is the fact that it doesn't have a conscience and it won't have That's a conscience. That's what I mean, yeah. The conscience yeah. is born of yeah. so, guilt and yeah. shame over things you do. It will and, not and have moral, a conscience. A moral compass, there is, right and wrong. doesn't exist inside no. of, of, uh, of AI. Uh, an AI can be trained, and they have them now where they shoot guns, and they can be trained to not shoot friendly fire. In other words, not to shoot somebody who's friendly and then turn around. You, you can see it on the on the Internet. It's crazy. Um, and then it'll turn around and shoot the bad guy. It, it can tell the difference between a good guy and a bad guy, but it has no moral uh, restraint or constraint about... It has no ethics. Has none no, none no. at all. And you can teach it yes or no, but that's basically it. Um, you, you'll probably be able to, you know, as far as having emotion, you'll probably be able to teach it to weep and laugh. Well, again, but it can only imitate that stuff. Right, that's it what I'm talking about. Feel that's it. what I mean. You can teach it to yeah. weep. You can teach it to laugh. But as far as any kind of uh, conscience, which is inside of all of us, because that's what comes from God, um, it doesn't have it. And, and well, it's sentience. It'll, it'll never have sentience. It'll, it'll never have a soul, yeah. if you want to put it that way. It yeah. never will. It's, 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 it is a machine. Right. No matter how complex it becomes, no matter how self-evolving it becomes, oh, yeah. no matter how uh, completely interwoven into our daily lives, it'll still always be a freaking machine. But you can add. And there's danger in that. And now you can add one of the co-creators of it yeah. to the long list of hundreds of these scientists who now say, oh, "This is really not." I'm good. not surprised. It's like, well, thanks, guys. Yeah. <laughs> thanks yeah. for creating something that you now feel bad about. Well, they did it with the internet. Why didn't you think that crap through when you were doing it? They, they did it with Facebook. So, so yeah, social media. All right, quick break. More Warren Ryman is coming up. You know, I love Dr. Mark Haverkorn. I consider him a friend at this point. Uh, you know, when I was going through my medical stuff, he was always there with a kind word and support. And that's who he is as a medical doctor and as an oral surgeon. When you go to River City Oral Surgery, okay, he's going to treat you like a friend, like he, you know, cares about what happens to you, and that's why he wants to provide you with the best care possible. And that's also why he's devoted to transparency and uh, all the pricing is bundled on all the procedures. We just had a buddy of ours. Uh, got some dental implants, and uh, our friend knew exactly how much that was going to cost going into it. In fact, you can go to the website and see all the pricing. There's no hidden fees. There's no surprises after the procedure. It's all right there on the website. They'll even give you uh, that information over the phone if you request it. Also, you don't need a referral. You can just call them up and make an appointment. So if you want some dental implants or you need some surgery or maybe you just need your wisdom teeth out, trust my buddy, Dr. Mark Havercorn at rivercityoms.com. That's the website, rivercityoms.com, or call them up, 210 
Upgrade your home comfort with a Carrier Air Conditioner. Don't do that, Roberts. That'll hurt you. Mm. It's a 752. It's May 2nd. May this was the day, 2nd. by the way, that King James released the Bible. Oh, did he? <laughs> 1611. May 1611. 2nd. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's International Harry Potter Day. Okay. I don't read the Harry Potter books. Uh, the movies, I can't stand the movies. I, I tried to. They're great books. She did a hell of a thing. She accomplished oh. something amazing as far as li- the liter- literary world. Created a whole new genre. A whole new genre. But, you know, <laughs> but, you know, it, 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 I can't read a book that's written from the perspective of a 10-year-old. It's just I couldn't Well, I, I, I never got into it. I tried. Yeah. And it never just lit my fire. Right. You know. But she's, she's done great. And it's interesting uh, because J.K. Rowling, they're trying to cancel her because uh. she's against d- hairy-ass dudes competing against women in female sports. Mm-hmm. The star of Harry Potter, uh, Daniel Radcliffe, is on the opposite end. End of totally. that spectrum who thinks it's great yeah. and you're being transphobic. Right. Blah, blah, blah. It's National Concert Day. Hey, let's go to Tchaikovsky's Fifth, shall we? That's a great... I hear that's a wonderful <laughs> concert to go to. There is a, a concert in L.A. <laughs> where somebody was doing Tchaikovsky, and I've seen the video. At, at There's a quiet moment in the symphony, mm-hmm. and you hear a woman uh, scream mm-hmm. in a certain way. Right. Tchaikovsky will do that to you. Yes, he will. Yeah, really will. Beethoven's fifth is the same, same thing. Beethoven's fifth just makes me want to kick something. You know, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> oh! <laughs> no, I, I want to break stuff bah, 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 when I hear the fifth. Oh! Uh, it's National Play With Your Ukulele Day. Hey, I've got a friend who does that. Hey, yeah. Do you remember Steve Sellers? <laughs> oh, yeah, I know Steve. Are you friends yeah. with Steve yeah. on, on, uh, uh, online? Yes. Uh, He's amazing. Dude, uh, yeah, Steve used to do this show. Uh-huh. The morning wow. show here on KTSA years ago. And Steve whips out that ukulele, and people come running from all over the place. Oh, he's, he's great. great at it, man. Well, he does these really cool videos where yes. he's playing, uh, you know, and his son's sometimes yes. playing with it. It's, it's yes. great. We yes. love you, Steve. Yeah. It's uh, finally World Tuna Day. You're not a fan of tuna. You've said it before. I know. I wore myself out on it. ate too much of it, and I'm done. I can't do it anymore either. I'm a seafood snob. Having grown up on Chesapeake Bay, uh-huh. and tuna fish salad is an abomination. Yeah. It's just wrong. Okay. And I like to call out my family unit because they love tuna fish, and uh, they re- on a regular basis, they uh-huh. make tuna fish. Right. And as I was telling Elaine when I first got here, they, they put the tuna fish in a cereal bowl. Mm-hmm. And they put it in the fridge. Right. There's nothing uncovered. Wrong well, not uncovered. You have to cover Uncovered. It. No, you have to cover it. Well, they don't, right? Mm-hmm. That's why I'm trying. For 10 years, mm-hmm. I've been saying, why don't you guys cover that stuff? Right. So it'll last longer, and then the grapefruit won't smell like tuna fish. Right. They don't listen to me. So I'm trying to shame them on the air. <laughs> okay. Start covering your damn tuna fish. So there's a piece of art in, uh, I, I don't know where it is. Oh, uh, Seoul, South Korea. Right. Yeah. It's basically just a board mm-hmm. with a banana taped to it using duct tape i thought it was a yoko ono piece but it's not it could be <laughs> yeah it's her style yeah <laughs> a banana taped with some duct tape taped to a wall yeah yes. and so a kid is it's a hundred twenty thousand dollar piece imagine that it's, it's a banana taped to a wall uh-huh. for a hundred and twenty thousand dollars that's right so there was a kid there the other day he got hungry he pulled it off and he ate it 
And <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. And, but you know, they didn't freak out about it because at the museum and the artist, <laughs> the artist went, "Well, well." He, in fact, the artist had said had no response, no reaction whatsoever because it's a banana taped to a well, piece of cardboard. Well, and he's making a lot of money taping well, bananas to walls. This this will tell you how crazy people are, right? Apparently, they have to take that down every once in a while, like every couple of days, because mm-hmm. the banana goes bad. So sure. they have to change it out anyway. And they've had people across the world eat the banana before. This isn't the first time this has happened so he's like oh, i don't i don't really care the story is why would anyone pay twenty thousand dollars for a banana a hundred a hundred and twenty thousand dollars for a banana taped to a wall <laughs> you know i can do that now you know i i i haven't painted anything since middle school but i could do a banana on a wall if, if somebody's going to give me a hundred and twenty thousand dollars i can do it i can make that happen <laughs> Sorry, just, I just replayed what you just said in my head, and I heard it a second time. <laughs> For the right amount of money, I do a banana on a wall. I'm just saying, it would, I look. Art, art is subjective to a certain extent. Sure, it is. But there is crap art. It sure there, there is. There really is bad art, and that's crap. That's art. bad art yeah, that is. people are paying crap loads of money for. That's so right. the artist is like, I don't care. Get another banana. That's it. And you know what? I just, well, just guava sure fruit up there. I don't care. My question was, was that Hunter? You know, because <laughs> some, something he would do. And the the banana taped it. to the wall <laughs> is finer art than anything that skis has ever well, produced. That's true. Back in a minute, where in Rima, KTSA. Hey, it's David Van Camp with Don Rackler, the owner. Oh, nine. News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. And here we squat. So, what's going on? Here we squat. That's it, every morning from here 7. Here we squat. Every morning, 7 to 9, we squat right here. For radio squatters. That's right. So we take we take over the building from seven to nine. We kick everybody out. Well, they can't kick us out of here for ninety days. That's so you right. know we're cool. Yep, and they got to go through a very lengthy, <laughs> troublesome legal process to get us out of here. We're squatters. Here we are. That's hilarious. That's who we are. So, oh me? Yeah, oh, okay. go for oh, it. Start off the hour. Okay, nail uh, me. Well, <laughs> nail me with some. Uh, Ryan Webb. I uh, I wish I could okay. vote for Ryan Webb. Let's Ryan go. Webb is cool. Ryan Webb is a portly white guy in Indiana. That's who he is. Of all the places I would never want to live, Delaware County, Indiana would be one of them. And he's city councilman. He's running, or he's, I don't know, I think he's, he's on the city council. And That's he's right. running again, running for re-election. Mm-hmm. And he has announced, <laughs> he's playing it very seriously, that he now identifies as a gay black woman. Mm-hmm. And he uh, has has put the proclamation out there on his website, on his Facebook page. Uh, he's acting very serious about it. Uh, he has a before and after picture on his campaign materials where he's the, he hasn't changed. He, he's retaining his him and male pronouns. He all said, right? in case I change my mind. In case I change my mind. Yeah. All right. He, he and his his wife. You know, he's married. He's got kids. Mm-hmm. And very obviously, he's doing this to make a point, uh, which I think more people ought to do because you know what? They got to talk to him if he says that by their own model, if you will, of of this whole tranny thing. You get when people say these things, you have to believe them and you have to support them. But of course, they're they they want him. Somebody said they want him executed. Oh, yeah, they He's getting all him. kinds of hate. Democrats want to kill trans- him. Democrats, Democrats want to guts. Democrats want to kill him. And they hate him because he's revealing something about them, well, which is course. they're full of crap. Well, it's a lie. He's <laughs> exposing lie. the lie, and they don't yes. like for the lie to be exposed. He also said he's a woman of color and he's a lesbian because 
he's still attracted to women. Even though he's a woman of color, I'm a lesbian because well, I'm, I'm still attracted to women. And, you know, I sort of am too, so I, I guess I'm I mean, a lesbian. Both of us are so, kind of yeah. in our own way lesbians. Yeah. So he says, I am returning my, my pronouns of he and him and all that kind of stuff. And, yeah, the Democrats have been threatening his very life because, no, of course. No, you cannot do that. No, you cannot do that. No, you do. cannot do that. Well, yeah, why can't he? You know, we had the discussion yesterday, and uh, John Nolte picked up on it. He, he did it in Breitbart, where these people are cutting off their limbs, you know, for because they want to be handicapped. Right. And so once you start down that road, baby, there is no end to it. Once you open that door, and that's where we are in our country today, where people actually think, I can be a handicapped guy, cut my leg off. I'm just going to start identifying as a dolphin. I'm just going to be a dolphin. People have to treat me like a dolphin. I want people to squeak at me from now on because well, I identify as a dolphin. It's just point stupidity. Being, but point being, and there, he did an interview, uh, I think, uh, Jack was playing the audio from it, I think, where... where Yes, he's being, and she's having to ask him these questions and right. take it very seriously, and it's surreal to watch. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and is he playing them? Is this is he really uh, identifying as a black? No, 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 gay? no, 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 no. Of course no, he's not. Proving a point. The whole point yeah. is no, he's not. Right. But according to what they say. You should be able to. I've said on this show I want to identify as a black chick. Well, just as <coughs> just as I said yesterday about these people who want to be handicapped, you know, who identify as handicapped, you cannot make an argument against that. If you buy off on the trans cult, then you cannot argue against somebody wanting to take off a perfectly good limb because a penis on a boy is a perfectly good limb. <laughs> Serious? Right. No, I know. And breasts on a on a right. girl are perfectly good tissue. And if you support removing that, as the President of the United States does and many others, if you support doing that, then you have no argument. You cannot make a cohesive argument about somebody who wants to take their legs off or snip their spine. Well, you, you, you can't go out. Well, and it's the whole idea of it. Uh, uh, that you, and you can't say anything critical of how people identify, as long as they're the right people. As long as the right people are claiming to be something they're not. Okay, it's t- totally different. Then it becomes a cult. The, the, the cult to be worried about, in my opinion, is the cult behind the trans cult. The cult that's manipulating this community into this stuff and using them as a political weapon. And I, I think that's what's at play here. So you were talking about uh, people who will, will spend money on these websites and do you, like, yeah, uh, yeah, like yeah. Uh, Fox Nation. Well, I did on Daily Wire, and primarily because I wanted to see What is Woman by Matt Walsh. What an incredible oh, the, documentary? documentary. Oh, wow. Incredible documentary where he just went to several of the people in the trans cult who are thought leaders in the trans cult, not just the guy on the street, although he did go to a few of those. And he asked them defi- one question. One, can you define a woman? I'm, I'm just I'm uh, seeking. I'm going across America. I'm asking people. Can you define a woman? And to see these people who supposedly are Harvard educated and went to school at Columbia and New York University and all these other places, they have all this paper hanging on the wall, to watch them twist themselves into pretzels, trying not to say what we all know is a woman. Well, you know what's ridiculous about that whole thing, apart from everything, okay? If you don't know what a woman is and you can't define what a woman is then how do you know you are one trapped inside somebody else's body well that is the point and that's what i said when katanji brown jackson was sitting before the senate committee to go on the supreme court and she was asked that question can you define a woman and she said and now she sits on the supreme court no i'm not a professor of biology 
I'm not, I'm not a, professor a professor of biology. Of biology. So I cannot define, I cannot tell you what a woman is. And she very clearly sitting there is a woman. Well, well, as far as we know. If you can't define a woman, you certainly can't be one. Correct. <laughs> so in Oklahoma, the governor up there, Kevin Stitt, uh, has banned all sex reassignment procedures for minors in the state of Good. Oklahoma. <laughs> um, that joins several other states. About 15 other states have right. done this. And this is where the trans cult has turned violent, and that's why we need to read the entire, every word, unredacted manifesto of the shooter in Tennessee. Right. That's why. Yeah, well, you're never going to see it. Right. You're uh, never going to see it. Florida, Missouri, and Texas, they have banned restricted medical procedures to change a person's sex via regulations or, or administrative uh, orders, so on and so forth. But Well, um, anyway, if I could vote for the guy in Delaware County, I would, just to make a point, man. Rock on, well, man. There are a couple of teachers in Escondido, California right now that are suing their school district they work for, and these are long-term teachers. The, mm -hmm. One of them's 25, another was 35 years right. in, in teaching. They are suing the school district out there because the school is making them lie and deceive to parents about their children. Uh. So the children show up at school. Sean shows up. And the school says, nope, you're not Sean, you're Shalina. So they have a dress there, they have makeup there, and they redress Sean to be Shalina during the day, and they call him Shalina during the day, and he goes to the girls' bathroom during the day, and then before mom gets there, the school takes Shalina back into the room and takes all the makeup off and takes the dress off and puts the blue jeans back on and hands Shalina back to the mom and dad as Sean. And if the mom and dad ask about it or if it's ever brought up in a, you know, like a meeting that the teacher, you know, conference, parent teacher conference, they have been instructed to lie to the parents and to not let the parents know what they're doing during the day in the school. Well, again, there's a very simple metric that you can pass that through and, and, and look at it honestly. If outside the school uh, a kid was coming over to your house and you were dressing them up as the opposite gender and you were lying to that kid's parents about doing that, you would be arrested for a crime. That is what these people, that's what needs to start happening. They're trying to force people, teachers, who probably, if they're having a reaction to this, probably just want to teach, right? Uh, yep. And they're forcing them into this, into a lie, yep. into perpetrating a lie, and I don't know how that can possibly be legal. So they're suing them. Oh, good, good. Yeah, they are suing. Right. Uh, and I hope they win. And the point is, this has so infected public education that that's what they're focusing on now in public education. They're not focusing on educating children, and that's obvious. Look at how they come out now, and they don't have an education. They can't. They're, even they're functionally illiterate they, they when they get out. They completely are illiterate, and uh, and they cannot. They can't actually operate. They can't get a job. They can't do anything when they come out because they're forcing this indoctrination on them. And many of the teachers that we have caught on TikTok are very proud and happy to say so. They love they'll it. go on TikTok and they go, oh, yeah. "I'm doing this on purpose." Well, that also tells you how stupid they are. They're right. doing this to keep it out of the mind or to keep it away from the parents, and then they make a stupid TikTok video about yeah. it. Yeah, you know, I mean, holy crap! So we've always said uh, Joe Biden is a racist. Oh yeah, yeah. And sometimes his racism slips out at a moment when he's not really guarded, which is most mm. of the time now. Right. And uh, they have to guard him, and you know, have little children to run him around and take care of him. Uh, he was speaking to a um, a, a Muslim, uh, I think he was a judge yesterday, 
and in a room full of people. <laughs> it was a uh, it was a Muslim thing, and the guy's uh, I think he's black. Uh, he he's he's a, he's a, he's black. Okay, all right. So Jimmy's mm-hmm. nodding his head, and this is what uh, Joe Biden said to him. Hey, Judge, how are you? I don't know why you wanted the job, man. I appoint all those federal judges, but you know, thank you for serving. I'm not kidding. You want to come and make a speech? Hush up, boy. Hush up, boy. So, uh, do it again, Jimmy. I'm just, I'm going to prove a point here in a second, then we'll make the break. One more time, he's talking to a black judge at the White House. Hey, judge, how are you? I don't know why you wanted the job, man. I appoint all those federal judges, but, you know, thank you for serving. I'm not kidding. You want to come and make a speech? Hush up, boy. <laughs> and they Shut laugh. Up. They laugh. They so, laugh. So here's the deal. Um, and, and we do this every time, but you know what? It's necessary every time. Imagine Donald Trump doing oh. that. Imagine anybody doing it. Anybody who's got an R in there at the end of their name. Just imagine. Oh, if Trump did it, it'd be world front page news. It'd be global. You were talking about ABC changing the story of the shooter right. from Houston. Can you imagine what ABC would be talking about this morning? Oh, y- yeah. You would hear, shut up, boy, at the beginning of every ABC yeah. news. He gets shut applause up. and laughter. Yes, he does. So there you go. More Wear and Rhyme coming up. Alamo Water Softeners for you and for your family. The best water experience is for you. Around here, we have the hardest water anywhere. Some of the hardest water in all of America is right here in our, in our listening area. So our friends over at Alamo Water Softeners, they have come up with a great water softener for you. It's the absolute best. I bought my first one when they opened their doors. I think it was 2009 as their first customer and i've stuck with them all the way through and i will stick with them i had a conversation with trevor and i said you know i'm a forever and he said oh yeah we're both forever together and that's true uh i believe in what they do over at alamo water softeners and the water softener itself is the best i've ever seen and i've tried a lot of different systems before i settled on alamo water softeners and the same is true with their filtration system too uh, it can uh, get the, the PFAS out, which are the dangerous chemicals. It can also get some of that floaty stuff out of there that you really don't want in your water either. So you got the best water experience. And right now, during the month of May, trade in what you currently have and trade up to Alamo Water Softeners, and they'll take $400 off your system. AlamoWaterSofteners.com. Sun and clouds today and tomorrow. High today of 82. High tomorrow, 84. And right now, 69 at KTSA. Good morning. We're in a trouble spot on Babcock. Humanity coming across the border. (laughs) And there's even more over there that are waiting. And the thing about it is, you're not just talking about people who are coming over to, you know, get the free stuff. There's plenty of those folks. When they get here, they get a little card that says Mm. they're here. And on the card, they get uh, $800 of cash. and spend however they want to spend it. They get a cell phone that they can use whatever and most of them the the idea behind giving them the cell phone is so that we can call them about their court date right <laughs> which they're not going to go to well they block they block the US government number right. so you can't you can't call them right so they get a free cell phone now joe is giving them free uh, uh there's no such thing because our pay, we pay for it sure uh, obamacare Oh, yeah. And yeah. so it's just incentivizing more to come. But here's the interesting little thing about all these people who are waiting on the other side of the border and are still walking across. I told you last week I, I went to, almost to the border. Yeah, yeah. And all the encounters I saw along the way with DPS pulling these trucks over and everything else, you know, there's a ton of them. But uh, there's military guys. Uh, there's guys in camo, and whether they are cartel or 
I happen to believe, like Chinese military and you know some other countries as well, we're we're actually having a real, honest to goodness, military invasion into the United States. And old uh, boy, shut up, boy, <laughs> shut up, boy, ain't doing a thing about it. Well, Eric Adams and Lori Lightfoot are having conniptions, and uh, Eric Adams says that Abbott's just sending these people to New York to hurt black people. Right. Of course, it's racist in that way. Yeah, that's that's exactly what's going on there, Eric and Lightfoot. You know, uh, it's the responsibility of these border. T- it's it's a national problem. She concedes, but it's 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 wrong and it's inhumane to send these people to to Chicago. Uh, I because it's essentially their responsibility. She is at least asking for federal dollars, or she wants more money to help with the crisis or whatever. Right. It, they're both full of crap. Mm-hmm. I think total in uh, Chicago has been 8000 altogether that they've received. And as Greg Abbott pointed out in his letter to her, uh, these towns are hitting 13,000 people a day, mm-hmm. which is going to double or triple or quadruple once Title, you know, once it goes, title 9 goes away. Or Title 9. I see Title 9. <laughs> <laughs> title 42. Title 42. I'm what, thinking of the chicks again. Well, what, what she and what Merrick Adams do not say, and they will not say, the very liberal Democrat mayor of El Paso has sent twice as many mm-hmm. to New York yes. and to Chicago than the entire state of Texas has sent. Yep. So if they've got a problem, they've got twice as many problems with a Democrat mayor over in El Paso, but they won't no. say that because he's one of theirs. He's you, one of their guys. You cannot criticize right. another Democrat. No, no, no. Uh, but here's the deal. Both of those people, back in the day, they were pushing Sanctuary City. If yes, you get to New York, were. if you get to Chicago, you are safe because we are a Sanctuary City. And now where they're having to actually be a Sanctuary City, they don't like it. Well, they don't like it at yeah. all. And you know what and, it is? They want more money to deal with. And it. you know what it is? I'm going to turn tables on them. They're racist. They don't oh, like yeah. br- they don't like brown people. Mayor Adams, you're a racist. You don't like brown people. Uh, Lori Lightfoot, you're a racist. You don't like brown people. And 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 can you? Is it possible to say a black person doesn't like a brown person? Absolutely, absolutely. Both of y'all are racist, and you're sick and tired of brown people showing up in your city. <laughs> Remember how quickly they shuffled them off at in Martha's on Martha's Vineyard. They totally got rid of them the next day, man, and shipped them off to some military bases. Totally racist. While hugging them and, oh, we love you so much. Now get out! Yeah. You know, get off my lawn! You know, I, it, you're lowering my property values. Absolutely. They're horrible they people. They are racist. They are absolutely Lori racist. Lori Lightfoot is a racist. You don't want all those brown people there. Oh, God. And same thing. You're going to be having brown babies in my city? Oh, my God. Oh, this is horrible. Well, again, if... if you're you're claiming to be sanctuary cities, so wouldn't the logical thing to do if you're a small Texas town that can't support these people would be to send them to people who have open you know opened their arms municipally as a as a sanctuary city? Hey, I mean, you would think that would be the logical thing to do. I'll take it one step further. If you're a sanctuary city, you should be sending the buses to the border. Yes. You should be paying for the buses and the bus drivers because you're a sanctuary city. I want to go collect all those people. I want to bring them to Chicago. Let's be honest. The only reason they claim sanctuary city status is because they want illegals to vote for them. Sure. It sounds good. (laughs) It sounds good. And it sounds good. They're so magnanimous, but they're not. God. Both of them are racist. Both of them hate brown people. Well, yeah, they, well, they, they don't like brown people. They, they don't. They, 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 they don't like. Uh, they, they're fine with Texas having to deal with this issue because 
you know, we're Texas and we're racist and we suck. Mm-hmm. But, man, don't send those dirty, smelly people to our fine yeah. cities. Oh, my gosh, yes. You know, i got to find a yard for them to cut, you know. Plus, our people are too busy shooting each other, so we don't need uh, right. interlopers shooting right. people. Exactly right. <laughs> All right, a uh, quick break here for our friends at the Window World and Martin Bamba and his great family at Window World. Gorgeous, gorgeous replacement windows for your home that look better than anything that you can imagine. I see some other companies advertise, and that's quite fine. It doesn't bother me at all. I want you to do what I did. Do your due diligence and take a look at the other window companies that are out there. Talk with them and uh, look at their product. And time and time again, what happened with Nancy and me is we kept coming back to Window World because they had the best product, the best E-rating, which is the energy efficiency, the best-looking product, the strongest product, and the best warranties. Plus, knowing Martin Bamba, that helps. You know, he's 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 on top of it. You know, he his television commercials, he stands on top of his windows. That's how strong those windows are. And you're going to love them. You're going to love working with the friends over at windowworldtx.com. Not only Window World for the windows, but siding and doors, too. They've got you covered when it comes to energy efficiency and beauty for your home at Window World. That's windowworldtx.com. Would you put your family at risk if given a clear choice? Come on, baby. Make me feel so good. This is some motorcycle stuff right here. Yeah. So uh, I was out on Betty yesterday, and I stopped, took a couple of pictures. And people have been uh, hitting me up on social medias saying that anytime they see her, that the song Black Betty plays through their head because <laughs> that's how she got her name. Oh, that's how you named Black your motorcycle. Bam, lam, oh, Black, Black Betty. So Nancy and I were leaving a store the other day. Right. Some lady walks up. She said, uh-oh, what did I do? I was about to get on Betty. Nancy was in the car, and she says, uh, is this the famous Betty I hear so much about? <laughs> and I said, yes, ma'am, it is. She said, okay, I just wanted to come over and meet her. Right. Very right. cool. Very anyway, cool. What you got? What do I got? Yeah, you got something? You're letting me lead off a lot today. Yes, what do sir. I got here? Uh, John Cleese, uh, who was one of my favorites from Monty Python. Uh, and I do, just so for the record, I do judge people based upon whether or not they like or appreciate Monty Python, or they do not. My wife hates it. <laughs> just, just putting it out that's great rift in our marriage uh-huh. that we have to overcome but john cleese is one of those guys first off he's one of my comedic heroes just mm. a brilliant brilliant comedian and comedic actor uh and he is now uh taking a stand on the biological hairy ass dudes competing against women and women's sports hairy a guy, ass dudes hairy ass dudes man yeah. uh yeah. you have a a journalist in the you in jolly old Mm-hmm. Martin Daubney, uh, who tweets, bloke who pretends to be a woman thrashes nearest actual female cyclist by one hour, yet would have been 19th in the men's race where he belongs. Of course. It's time to end the cruel, unfair charade charade of mm-hmm. biological men and women's sports. Right. And Cleese uh, uh, share. And it's funny how in this day and age, just merely sharing somebody else's tweet and saying something about it actually is something. But he shared the post and, and, and wrote, biological men in women's sports have an unfair advantage. Mm-hmm. And, of course, uh, well, he's, we trans, he's a transphobe now. And well, he's, of course. We all know it's true. Well, it I is mean, true. If you speak it's, the truth, you, you're, you're a transphobe if you speak the truth. And, and I don't really care. You call, but, you know, you call me any name you want to call me. I, I've been called racist so much it just doesn't matter right, anymore. Right. You know, transphobe. Whatever. But, I mean, you look at a guy like John Cleese who, you know, by a lot of folks, both conservative and liberal, is revered. And it's fascinating to watch, for me, when people like of his stature – 
come out with this opinion. How the very same people who have revered him their whole stinking lives just turn on him in a heartbeat like a bunch of animals. Well, look, you said it yesterday on your show. I've heard you say it many times before. I preached it in sermons at churches all over Texas. The day is coming. And just say it. You you, you say it because you said it better yesterday. The day is coming when you are going to be faced with either you say the truth and you stick with the truth regardless of what the consequences are and you'll face consequences or you lie to make it easier on yourself it's going to be you're going to we're each going to be faced face with that at some point absolutely and with the ai and, thing kicking in the high gear i think yeah. even that's even more problem well and, and you know it's not a matter of that's coming down the road it is here oh, yeah. look at people getting canceled just for saying the truth yeah I mean, just for saying the truth, you're 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 punishing, you're you're kicking middle schoolers out of yeah. class for wearing a T-shirt that merely states there are only two genders. They are firing people. Sean. It's going to come up. Yeah, it's your workplace. What what do you do the day it shows up on your doorstep? HR is knocking on your office door. It's happening and saying, "Hey, we heard you say somebody said you said this." Is that true? And what are you going to do? Well, you know, is that what you really believe? The, the guy who showed up today—that uh, you know, as Juanita—he was John yesterday, <laughs> and so you called him John this morning, and he's upset. And so, you could be and, fired, and you're you're down at the boss's office because you said, "Hey, John, good morning." I'm not John. I'm Juanita. I'm Juanita. <laughs> I'm Juanita. I'm Juanita. I think now. I'm going to identify as Juanita. So you got you're in trouble. I'm going to get you now. Yeah, but you know? that, but and, and and plus, you know, let's so, face it, not here, but in a lot of workplaces, people can be real backstabbing. Uh, so if you have the ability, we to ran just all them off. You right? <laughs> we, we shook we, the tree, we, and they all did, fell man. out. There was uh, if you. <laughs> If you, if you, you know, if somebody w- has it in for you at, j- at your work and the workplace and they uh, want your job, yeah, yeah. or you're up against them for a promotion or something, right? or maybe, you know what, something just as benign as policy change, and you've got to sign a piece of paper saying right. you believe it, bit, 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 or you will support it, bit, 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 Well, look. You're going to sign the paper? Look, this is, you know, huh, this is one of the reasons I stand against red flag laws, right? Oh, yeah. Not only because of all the implications. I'm not, I'm not trying to conflate these, these subjects. It plays right. into it. Not only all the implications of, say, an ex-spouse that could have your guns taken away or a neighbor that's mad at you can have your guns taken away just because they say, hey, so-and-so, I, I, I don't think he's stable, I think you, and the cops come get your guns, and you have to prove the opposite in order to get your guns back. No presumption of innocence there. Well, wait until the day that the transphobe is like, uh, you know, I think Sean's a transphobe. I've heard him say this about transgender people. And so red flag law, because you're going to go out and shoot. I think he's going to go out and shoot trans transgender people. So go right. get his guns before he gets a chance to do it. Go get his guns. Or, you know, again, go back to the workplace. Uh, you know, he misgendered me, like yeah. you said a few minutes ago. Right. It could be something as simple as that. Right. And you're, and gone. you're gone. And and well, you know, so I I I do believe we're all it's gonna come to each and every one well, of us say one way or the other. Once. You know, we're it'll happen. It. And, and, happen. And and it's just odd to me that that's the litmus test. Well, yeah. Whether or not you think there are right. two genders or not. Right. I mean, how did it get this ridiculous? Right. So um, anyway. Representative Colin Allred, a Democrat representing the nor- the uh, northeastern suburbs of Dallas, was a football player. I think he played for the Tennessee Titans. Am I right about that, Jimmy? Colin Allred? Linebacker for the Titans. Anyway, he's from Texas. He says he's going to challenge Ted Cruz on the next go around and and try to uh, unseat Ted Cruz. So right. and become the new senator, Senator Allred. 
from the state of Texas. Good luck on that. Yeah, I was going to say, good luck with that. Um, <laughs> Everybody needs a hobby. Congress passed a law years ago. I think Ted Kennedy, this is how old this law is. I think Ted Kennedy shepherded it through Congress, which uh, says that congressional pay raises are tied. Is it tied to COLA, which would mean the rate of inflation, or is it tied to the interest rates? Anyway, I believe it's rate of inflation. Right. Which means they ought, Congress never has to vote themselves a raise again because it's not politically expedient to vote yourself a raise. So anytime the cost of living goes up, they get another raise, right? Ah, right. Automatically. Yeah. Oh, automatically. They don't yes. have to do anything. Right. Right now, they make $174,000 a year. Plus, <laughs> plus, plus, and plus, right? Right. And, of course, they got all the nice stuff from the people that they're legislating for, you know, companies that give them a little kickback on this and uh, send them a nice little trip over there, buy them a nice little car over there, right. pay for the kids' college education, all the stuff we know happens in our politics. But it's still not enough. They, they're whining and crying like AOC. I can barely get by in my brand-new Tesla. Sweetheart, you don't even do your job, right. you man. She's always online. So they have come up with a brand new deal that they didn't even have to vote for. They got it done by passing a in, in a rules committee that the Democrats shoved through before the Republicans took power this year, which basically gives them $258 a day a night for lodging expenses <laughs> and $79 a day for meals in D.C., they don't have to go anywhere. They don't have to even file like an expense report. If you're in a company and you're, the company right. is sending you to Dallas, you have to file an expense report to get reimbursed by the company, right? Right. Not so with Congress now. So they have get essentially, not essentially, they have, with, by changing a rule, tinkering with a rule, and giving them this, this uh, you know, whatever it is, stipend or whatever they're doing here, whatever they call this, uh, they now have given themselves an additional $34,000 a year. Excellent. Wow. You know, they're just having the pe penny pinch so they, much. They call it expenses. So, so, so for my expenses, right? Right, But right. they don't have to file an expense report. They don't have to prove. And that's the, they can still do more expenses above that. That's sure. the base, and that's an automatic $34,000 a year. Well, you say it all the time. You get what you allow, okay? You know who's to blame for this? We are. We, this country allowed a political class to come into existence. It happened over a bunch of generations, and we have allowed this to take place because we have been treating our politicians like rock stars uh, since Kennedy. And 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 here we are. This is what they do. Here's they, the they don't. They produce nothing. Nope. They never have to come in on budget. Nope. Uh, they don't even have to be at work most of the time. They nope. can just vote present or not present or well after go COVID. Do, Nancy Pelosi let them stay out. They can just stay out. Mm -hmm. They can spend most of their time like that little idiot AOC making TikTok videos and eating chicken nuggets. Yep. Uh, and they award themselves ungodly amounts of money because you're right. That's not even counting all the other stuff they get. Nope. Now they do have limits on how much people can give them, but they keep it right well, under well, that that's limit. That's in campaign donations. Campaign donations, but they make money all the time through the back door that is all hidden away. There's no telling how many of them have accounts oh. have accounts in the Cayman Islands where money well, is dumped. That's in those the accounts. way you'd have to go about it, sure. right? Because as AOC found out at the last Met Gala, right, and how you get to things and how things happen as far as how people give you gifts and how they, yeah. you know, you, you got to do it around the corner. But they live grotesquely luxurious lives. Sure, absolutely. And yet they can't stop running their mouths about how awful rich people are. Well, well of course, and they are it. And they, and they, and they rely on rich people. The, they the biggest, absolutely the do. The biggest billionaires in America are behind Joe Biden's reelection. Yeah. Here's the answer. The answer is term limits. 
You have to do term limits for all members of Congress. It's way overdue. Now, they will never pass it on themselves. They will never pass term limits on themselves. But that is the absolute answer to it. And one final thing about that that came to light last night, and I'm digging some more information on this. Uh, You know, Ukraine for hundreds of years has been corrupt. Hmm. And it has been used by politicians, including the current president, as a way of making more money and enriching their family, like Burisma. And laundering. Well, I've been saying for a while, it's like money laundering. Yes, scheme, sir. Basically. Laundering money through Ukraine. Yeah. Laundering. Now it's coming to light why we are dumping all of our armaments and all of our money in Ukraine. It's a money laundering operation that is going on right now, where politicians are uh, increasing their net worth. But isn't it interesting? Joe Biden comes into power. He immediately shuts down the oil industry in America. Right. And we come to find out yesterday, late last night that Zelensky is making deals with the big oil companies to start drilling in Ukraine, and we, the United States, will start buying our oil from Ukraine. Wow. You got... Crazy, huh? (laughs) Your rear rear end right now is over enough oil to supply all that we need. And And the entire world, actually. Absolutely. We could be exporting it. We could be a net exporter and making tons of money. We'd have security, and we would have prosperity in this Mm -hmm. country like you've never seen But instead, because they have to launder money and they have to make money, they're going to let the big oil companies drill in Ukraine, and we're going to buy our oil from them. Wish I was surprised. (laughs) Exactly. Good way of putting it. We'll tell you about Amogee Bank. Great folks over at Amogee Bank, headed up by my friend and a guy who wants to get to know you, too, and that's David McGee. He's put together an outstanding staff of bankers at Amogee Bank who look at one thing and one thing only. How can they help your family do well financially? And they've got a number of great tools to help you get there. Wonderful advice for your personal family finances and also for your business deal, too. If you've got a family-run business, and so many of you do, Nancy and I do, and we love it, uh, i got to tell you, these folks over at Amogee are spot on when it comes to family businesses. Uh, they know what works. They know what doesn't work in the uh, in the economy of Texas when it comes to family-run businesses, both small and large family-run businesses, and they're here to help you. Not only with the guidance that will make a difference in your family-run business, but with more than $12 billion in assets, they're strong and stable enough to handle anything you need. In fact, I trust them. I have confidence in Amogee Bank, and I know you can too. Amogee NA, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Gold. If you've been... Knowledge. I learn things. They're entertaining, informative. Is power. Get some news. We get a lot of our news. That's where I get my news. News and information. Power up. That's where I get my news. On News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Uh-oh. Wow. I know where that is. That's I-35 at Solms Road, which is up there in the uh, south of New Braunfels area. you got an 18-wheeler sitting on its side. I don't think that doesn't look to me like it's on 35. It looks like it's on the access road. Yeah. Like there's an Exxon or something there. Anyway, uh, distraction at the least in right, that area. Right, 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 right. Hi, Elaine. Would you like to talk on the radio? Elaine's in the room. Yeah. Hi, Elaine. Would you like to say hello on the radio? How are you? She we love you. We love you. She refuses to talk into a microphone. Well, Here, she's talk, smart. Talking to this microphone. <laughs> Say, oh wait, hold on, hold on. Is it turning? Say hi. Hi, San Antonio. Oh, ah, she Elaine. did it. Wow. We love you. Excellent. Now that just cost us forty-seven dollars and ninety-one cents. It did, but it was check. money well spent. You think it was worth it? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Right, I'll give her forty-five. <laughs> All right, I'm done. You're done. You got the next two hours. So what's up? Oh, I will talk about many of the same things that we d- discussed. Gordon Lightfoot passed away. Yeah. 
Don Morgan, you got me a CD of his uh, a while ago. I think I don't. Didn't I get a CD from you from about Gordon of Gordon Lightfoot? Yeah, when you were in the hospital, it was great. It was one of my fa- it became one of my favorites because I ended up listening to it. Those guys could write, man. Oh man, that generation. <laughs> yeah. They could. Re- Gordon Lightfoot could pack so much imagery into a single line. I told the story this morning about Sundown being about Kathy yeah. Smith, yeah. right? And yeah. um, and how she left to go on a date, an actual date, while they were living together. And he sat in the front grass, right? With his guitar with the sun going down, and wrote Sundown. And she's the one who injected John Belushi with the eight right. ball that killed him, right? So. It's just you know the the, the quality of writing uh, of those guys, and and you look at people today and they're writing songs about like. Their genitals and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, today they're just they're just sampling what we did in well, our generation. Well, yeah, and eventually you know. the AI will just be pumping right. it out, so it won't matter. Do you have a Lightfoot favorite? Uh, there's so many. No, no, uh, I can't Could pick just one. one. I think Sundown's a great song. Yeah, a great song. Yeah. If yeah. you could read my mind, it's fantastic. Yeah. Oh yeah, I love that song. But I also love uh, Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. What a I story. Think, maybe song for a winter's night. I love oh, that yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, that's a oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great song. song. All right. Very cool. We all have a great show. Thank you, sir. Meanwhile, this is my son, Justin Ware, with his song. I love you, San Antonio. I'll see you in the morning. Five. Bye. He's Ramsey Reality Check. Every one of us has a little spoiled red-faced kid living inside of us. His name is Immaturity, and he wakes up when we're shopping. At the electronic store, he wants a big screen TV. At the outdoor store, he wants a bass boat. But if we let that kid make our financial decisions, we will always be broke. Children do what feels good. Adults devise a plan and follow it. To learn more about taking control of your money, go to DaveRamsey.com. When it comes to hiring a roofer, don't. Studio. KTSA San Antonio. FM 1071. Breaking news happens here. And it happens. Breaking news. Now. From ABC News. I'm Sherry Preston. Those who write for movies and television have closed their laptops and picked up picket signs. The Writers Guild is on strike for the first time in 15 years, having failed to reach an agreement with the studios. At issue, residuals for streaming and limits on the use of artificial intelligence. Here's ABC's Matt Gutman in Hollywood. The Writers Guild telling its members to prepare to start picketing this afternoon after the union and an association of media companies failed to agree to new contract terms. The first to feel the effects of this strike, late-night comedy shows like ABC's Jimmy Kimmel Live and Saturday Night Live. Pete Davidson is set to host this Saturday. Now, he may not. The top four congressional leaders will be at the White House next week to talk about raising the debt ceiling, which ABC Chief White House Correspondent Mary Bruce says is needed to prevent the government from going into default. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy has now accepted the president's invitation. That meeting now set for next Tuesday. But the clock is ticking. If the U.S. does default on its debts, it could mean a halt to Social Security payments and military salaries. The U.S. credit rating could be downgraded. That would spike interest rates. And it could tank the stock market hurting 401ks and other investments. The Fed beginning its two-day meeting today, expected to raise interest rates tomorrow. Cleanup from the 70-car pileup on Interstate 55 in central Illinois is still going on, but the highway has reopened following that dust storm that led to multiple crashes, six deaths, and at least 30 injuries. ABC's Stephanie Ramos is there. Officials say the dust was stirred up by excessive winds blowing dirt from farm fields across the highway. The visibility in the thick of the storm only a few meters and was made worse by the smoke caused by fire from all of the crashes. Palestinian militants in Gaza firing a barrage of rockets into Israel, the Israeli military says, following the death of a high-profile Palestinian prisoner who'd been on a three-month hunger strike. 
You're listening to ABC News. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-343-6460. 800-343-6460. 800-343-6460. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. A standoff that began on the road.